Hello and welcome to episode three of the Absurd Cinema Lounge. Woo! I'm Kara and I'm Tony. Hey, we're back now and uh, we got a crazy movie today. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have so much to talk about. Oh my gosh, I don't even know if we're gonna be able to fit it all in. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. Ugh. Just, it's gonna be great. Um, so, Kara, what have you been doing since our ep- last episode aired? Well, I'm always watching movies and TV shows. So, I think I watched Loki again, <laughs> yeah. and I still haven't. <laughs> Come on now. Get with the program. Um, I've been keeping up with, you know, current events. But anyway, uh, go ahead. <laughs> what, what I else? did watch um, a spaghetti western. Oh. Um, and they don't throw spaghetti in that no, western? No, they don't. It's not a western movie where they throw <laughs> spaghetti. No. Um, or eat it. This was yeah. a Klaus Kinski film from the late 60s called and god said to Cain. Okay. so um very very good i gotta show this movie to you so um it's on tubi we oh, watched okay. it um but actually i i just ordered it on blu-ray because there's a box set so nice. I, w- I would watch it yeah it's it's not what you think it's not like the john wayne type things you know it's there's always some type like a of clint eastwood kind of thing <laughs> well no th- you know like um i mean i'm up for a good time yeah the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, that, that's a wonderful movie. Because, uh, you know, these spaghetti westerns, they are always like, um, there's revenge involved somehow. Or the main character is flawed himself. You know, he's not really a good guy. You know, but he yeah, may like... a lot a, of gray in that Yeah, movie. there's a lot of gray area. So there's the stories can be pretty complex. So. Nice. Um, so that's what I watched, basically. And then, you know, just some nonsense stuff and my YouTube videos that I watch sometimes. <laughs> my podcast now do you watch these alone with the cats or are you and your man watch these <laughs> me and my man watch these movies oh so he's all into this too huh yes he okay. is he has to be that's right <laughs> well i know like my horror movies he's got to be into that because i i don't accept anything but oh, maybe that's what i need to do on my applications must like must like crazy movies yeah okay. there you go i know <laughs> Or have something you're passionate about. I know. A genre or something. I know. Yeah. All What I've been doing. All right. You know, I've just been keeping up on the free Britney campaign. Oh, boy. You know, just give her her life and her, you know, her life back with her own money and her kids. But I'm sure there's so much more that makes it so complicated. But, you know, we all want to be in the middle of that. We want to know what's going on. But. That's all I've been doing since the last time. Fear Street will be on this weekend, so I will be catching that. 
oh. for the 4th of July weekend. So I know you've been uh, looking forward to that yes. Deer Street. And they're going to have like more episodes, you know. So I did say last time that, you know, we would maybe talk about it. But I did see it is 1994 that is released first. And that is all about, uh, the you know, a story. And that's going to happen in the 90s, which I can definitely relate to. And that's when I probably, well, maybe about <laughs> the time I was reading those books. So, uh, nothing better than a good old ghost story, you know, killing. Oh my God. Fest. With teenagers. <laughs> With teenagers that, but, you are know, teenage- aren't naked. <laughs> oh, I know. And they're, and they, they don't look 30. They're right. actually teenagers. They're actually teenagers. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so maybe next time I'll be able to talk about all that. Oh, so. This all right. Would, this would be the spot where we would talk about any user comments or any mail, but we don't have anything because nobody has contacted so us. So please somebody contact us. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but uh, definitely, it makes it all worthwhile when people give their opinions or feedback. Well, so feedback like, is you nice. suck. I'll go. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> well, I hope it's not that. But you know, maybe do this or do that or hey, what about this show? That's always great. Um, so this week, our film, if you remember, is 1984's Savage Streets. This is directed by Danny Steinman. Um, and he did uh, Friday the 13th, The New Beginning. Okay, which he also we did, all love. Yeah, and he also did, but, you know, he went under a different name for The Unseen. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I think that sounds familiar. There's, like, the um, the overgrown, demented man-child in the basement. and uh, Oh, we got some of those in our lives, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and we need to get a sound effect for that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's what that is. And, uh, three girls come to stay at the house and there's like this lunatic oh. thing living it. a thing. I mean, he's like, where's the diaper? He's like, a oh. big, yeah. It's kinda... is, do they have to change it? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Oh and so it's, um, directed so, also by Tom DeSimone. Yes. Now that he's one credited because actually he left production after a few days of filming he just couldn't handle it i don't because this is a movie that i mean i can imagine at the time probably was very uh like what the hell are we doing because mm-hmm. this is really gonna are we gonna get censored is well, this you uh, know well speaking of that you know this film uh has got some some undertones that are so you know there's rape there's all this nudity there's crazy stuff like that these two directors were porn directors the hell so you had me watching a porn i thought it was weird no i mean you can see that (laughs) where this comes from i mean why they were like yeah let's throw this in there okay so friday 13th i did not see jason run around without his clothes on no i wouldn't want to (laughs) i mean or i mean but you do have some of that in that those movies Uh, right but nothing like what we saw in right right so Um, yeah so that's the story with that and then, uh, so starring in this movie is a very well-known actress, especially at this point, because, you know, we had The Exorcist, but we have Linda Blair, mm-hmm. um, who's a famous in her own right. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say maybe this movie was something that she wanted to do to break out of break that. out of, hey, I'm not a demon spitting pea soup everywhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I it agree. also stars who we is a fan favorite. I mean, and we, I met, and Kara has met, and we will um, discuss how lovely she was. Mm-hmm. Um, Linnea Quigley. Yeah, 
and uh, remember from Return of the Living Dead. Yes. But so tell us your um, I have your, quickly yeah, story. your story. Well, um, I like to go to little movie fests, especially in their horror movie fests. And we went to a fest that was at a drive-in. And they were showing Return of the Living Dead. And she was there as one of the guests. So she was in there signing autographs and, you know. She okay, to- which drive-in was this? Oh, my gosh. This wasn't like the one that we went to. Not- no. Okay. No, this was this was one. Oh, okay. And, okay. I mean, was she like in a burger barn? Signing autographs. She was in. She was in the main building of you know the concession area. Okay. Era. God, I can't speak. Um, but yeah, she was there and she was just talking to everybody. She was just normal, you know. And I was like, Did she look good? Yeah. Oh, she looked great. Yeah, she looked great. Um, very sweet, very very sweet. Um, and I think I was in awe when I met her. Like, oh my god. I know. just had a flashback, guys, of uh, <laughs> a time when me and Kara. We met uh, Blackie Laos from Wasp, <laughs> and we were in awe. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> or as much as I was in awe the time that I went to the drive-in to see a special Evil Dead oh. um, thing, and Bruce Campbell was there, and the whole cast of Evil Dead was there. Holy shit. And Bruce yeah. Campbell was there. I was like, because <laughs> I was crazy. I, I was so excited. Some of, the, some of our listeners are going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Bruce Campbell, Linnea Quigley, I don't know. Uh, Bruce These Campbell, are all horror movie people yeah. and actors. And well, actually, Bruce Campbell's been known around. I mean, he's been on some TV shows. All and, I can think of is TCB, baby. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do that yeah, one we'll day. Yeah, we'll have to do that one. Um, but yeah, so that was my Linnea Quigley story. She was very sweet. She she talked about stuff, you know, and what do you say when you meet somebody that, you you know, you liked him in these movies and they're probably like, oh, yeah, thanks. You Did know. she give any insight to? No, and I didn't ask because I was like so nervous, like. Right, like oh god, she's. I would have, I would have loved to sat down next to her and talked about like all like the makeup effects, like in yeah. uh, Return of the Living Dead, and that's what I would have wanted. You know, things like, like that. What did you feel like? You know, oh, I would, I would those. just like to pick these people's brains. You know, right. But um, in this movie, she does not play. She she what she plays is it was um, in the very beginning of her career, wasn't it? Uh yeah. I mean, yeah. this wasn't like. I mean, this was released right about this time, shortly before. Um, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and she was also in at this time, um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah, but um, yeah, her character is she plays the younger sister of Linda Blair, and she is deaf and mute. Which they say in the in the description of this movie online, handicap. Which I don't really like because the girl isn't handicapped. She apparently goes to school or. Something she can sign, she reads lips, she's fine. I don't, right. I don't understand like, why they. She and they do use some derogatory terms for her, like the bad guys do. Yeah. It's like, uh, so, oh, we have we'll get so much that. to talk I about. I know. So before we get into really talking about more about this movie, and all right, what are you drinking at the moment before we make this new cocktail? Because I'm just, I'm excited about this new cocktail, but what are you drinking now? Well, right now, um, I just made myself a gin mule using Ooh. the wonderful Empress 1908 Oh, gin. my God. Amazing. It's so pretty. It's purple. Yeah. I know I made a post on Facebook about it. And I already sucked mine down. I so. know, right? It was so good. I have empty glasses. I'll clink, make clink, another clink. one. And uh, <laughs> if anybody's interested in, in, in making that, I, I can but elaborate. this week, we have an awesome drink. So, Obviously, yeah, I know, right? The- so... 
our uh, drink for this film is the bad girl martini. It just makes me want to be bad. Ah. I want to be bad. <laughs> but, you know, we do have water, too. So. Yeah. Oh, I know. All right. So what's going on with this drink? So this is called the bad girl martini, like I said. And uh, the reason why I picked it is because uh, the plot centers around a girl gang called the Satins, which I totally never got in that movie. I know. But. Hey, I always wanted to be a badass girl, so <laughs> you still can't. <laughs> You'll be a badass woman, old woman. <laughs> so golden. badass golden girl. Yeah, there you go. So their um their gang leader is played by Bl- Linda Blair. Her name is Brenda, and she is a badass in this movie. So I thought, badass seventeen year old badass. Uh, yeah, I know. We're we'll, we're gonna talk about that. So let's get us this drink. So let me just tell you exactly, really quickly, what's in this drink. That way, people can follow along. Um, there's a couple variations on this. Um, and I found this one on Pinterest. Tony's probably gonna like this more than the last one. Oh yes, this might be a one clicker because I'm already gonna drink it up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that yellow bird. <laughs> and uh. So we have a one and a half ounce of absolute Mandarin vodka, mm. a quarter ounce of peach schnapps, yum, one ounce of sweet and sour mix, which I made my own. This is Kara's crafty like that. No, I just want fresh ingredients for my drink. That's all. Um, I even make my own simple syrup too. So. Oh, listen to her. Um, and then also a half ounce of cranberry juice. Yum. So like the yellow bird before. You're just going to mix all of this up in a shaker filled with ice and pour it into a chilled cocktail glass. I can't wait. Martini glass, really. But Oh. So, yeah. So, and this will make one drink. And then, you know, you can also, um, that that martini glass can be um, rimmed with a little light sugar if you want. Garnished with a nice orange peel. If you're trying to be fancy in front of people. If not, don't do anything. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and shake this up. Announcer guy is going to give you some more information about today's movie, and we'll be right back. In this episode, your gracious host discussed the 1984 revenge film Savage Streets. After a rival gang brutally rape her sister and kill her friend, Brenda takes matters into her own hands and hunts down their attackers. Thank you, announcer guy. So, Tony, what do we think about the initial taste of the martini? Strong. Like, it has a martini. It's a martini. Yeah. But definitely, it's fruity. (laughs) Yeah, fruity. That's good. Reminds me of when I was at TGI Fridays one time, and I had this martini, and they put cotton candy in it. Okay. Yeah? <laughs> Did it taste like cotton candy? It was just like a light pinky, like, I don't, pink's not even a taste. Are you okay over there? Yeah. Okay. I dropped my lemon. I mean, my orange uh, Orange. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just, it was more like vodka-y, you know? So, it was a sweet, it had some sort of sweet, probably oh, okay. sweet and sour mix. But then they had a piece of pink cotton candy inside there. Oh, okay. So it just, oh, it was delicious. But this, nice. also. Nice. Yes. So, Good job. So you One like tick. it. You like <laughs> it. One tick. I, I, I think that's, it's going to be Tony's uh, 
rating scale now of how many ticks. So what would be the worst tick? Oh, my God. Five? There, there's been one. Yeah, a five. Or, like you feel like you're having a seizure on the floor. Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> I don't, I've never felt like that before. I have had quite a few. And for some reason, I still have drank them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. So, Savage Streets, 1984. Have you seen this one? I have not. Not before we decided to watch this. So I was a complete newbie to this movie. And have you seen this? No, only video clips. I mean, I, I've known of it. it. It's been on my list of things to watch. Um, and possibly if I liked it, I would um, collect it and buy the video. DVD, yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah. Um, I did see this on Tubi and it was free. Um, where did you see this? I watched it on Tubi as well. Okay. However, I was disappointed in the audio quality. Maybe that's why I never picked up on the satins and the scars. Oh, I mean, but, the scars, I heard about the guys being called that, but not the girls being called the satins. Yeah, they're the satins, and those the guys were called the scars, although I, I thought of them as the scabs. But, <laughs> but um, very, very, like, I, weird. Yeah. yeah. Out there, too. Because, I mean, you're talking about 30-year-old people doing high school games. I mean, that's what it was like. But I kept being they... confused. Like, are they in high school? Right. Are they not? Or were the girls in high school and the guys weren't? And they were breaking in? Right. And, like, right. Yeah, I was confused. But, I mean, going back to the audio quality of Tubi, I had stopped watching it on Tubi and I flipped over to Amazon Prime. Oh, fancy. Listen it's on you. there. But the, the quality of the audio was worse. It was horrible. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it, it was, it was, and, and it wasn't done it was in watchable. today's technology. I know it wasn't watchable. And I'm, I'm sure if I had the, the Blu ray DVD, it would be much better. Right. But it, so, that, you know, so, you know, let's, what's the plot? Let's dive into this movie. So, we have, <laughs> I was just in awe in some of these, like, what the hell am I watching? Well, at okay. first, I mean, I get it. I mean, it, it, it touched on, a lot of topics yeah. that like re- it was hard to watch it was hard to watch it was hard some, to watch. Uh, some scenes um so we have brenda brenda is the leader of the satins which is this little high school gang who if you will <laughs> and you have jake who's the leader of the scars i will call them think, scabs yeah and i just think he they were not in high school they were not in high school so I mean, there's definitely violence against women. There's uh, sexual violence, revenge, rape, uh, female vigilante. So Brenda has a little sister, and um, her younger sister is deaf and mute, just like we said, played by Linnea Quigley. So the scabs. Who are made up of Jake, the leader, mm-hmm. um, Vince, who's a new guy who's like, they're trying, like, he wants to be yeah. accepted by them. And then we have Fargo, who looked all weird, like he was a ducky, a bad ducky. You know, ducky some, from... Um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you 16 Candles? 16 Candles. Well, no, he None. was pretty in pink. Pretty in pink, sorry. Um, and red. And who, red. He would wear this red bandana. So that was so original. Then we have the satins that are made Wait, up of brunt. Which one had the eyeliner? That was... Um, that was red. Fargo. Fargo. Fargo was like the... like. He was the typical 80s looking dress okay. with the eyeliner. And the red was like, I have abs and I'm not oh. going to wear a shirt. And I have this red bandana and these tight blue jeans. 
and I kind of might like men too. Oh, we're going to get into vibe. that. We're going to get um, into that. Um, so the, in the sentence, we had Brenda, the mm-hmm. leader. We had Rachel, yes. Francine, who's like, I would say her best friend because it seemed like they had these moments where they told each other everything. Right. Yeah. You didn't really see or... that with the others. Yeah. And Stevie and Maria and then the and Stella. Mm-hmm. And then we had Heather, who is her sister, who they just kind of like it looked like in the opening scene. They're like taking out younger sister Heather to have a good time and show her what, you know, the big city or right. something. Like, they're walking down the street, and they have, like, Justice for All, or one of those songs playing, you know, one of these 80s songs. And they're walking down the street, and they're all, like, cool girls. And you want to, like, I want to be one of them. I mean, it was like, oh, look at them, having a good old time. And Brenda wears her sunglasses at night. (laughs) She does. And and the outfit she's wearing, uh, like, it's a, uh, what do you call that? It, the shoulders they're, they're exposed like they it looked like they just took some scissors and started cutting yeah i like, mean yeah and they all are walking out like spandex I, and it, it i i don't think even in the 80s even in the 80s high school girls walked down hollywood boulevard yeah exactly it looked like they were on hollywood boulevard yeah. having a good old time and, strutting around and they're stopping and they're like looking in the windows at places at the crossbows at a sporting goods yeah. store. Because it just so happens to be on, yeah. And so they're having a good old time and music's playing and they're laughing and having a good time. Yeah, like definitely like they were older women, not high school girls. Yeah. And uh, and then they have a, then they, they segue or cut away to the stabs rolling around in their car. Um, Which was like a 1950s convertible yeah. kind of car. That was okay. It was a cool car. Yeah. But I didn't see that they would have a car like that like you know brenda drove like a 1983 mitsubishi like something it was like a like a suv kind of kind yeah yeah so um unless the jake the leader of the scabs um <laughs> like old cars i don't know right he so did they, seem greaser like he did and they cut to the scabs and the scabs are, you know go and pick up the vince who is like you know, at home and his normal life and he sneaks out and he jumps in the car. And of course, he has a different change of clothes. Yes, he did the whole like, my daddy doesn't allow me to dress this way. So he runs and he hides and changes into his greaser clothes. Yeah. I was like, okay. Because daddy was like, you better be back by midnight. Right. You know, so he jumps in the car, which they all seem to like have three people in the front, you know. (laughs) Right. So they make their way over to the Hollywood Boulevard of their town or whatever it is, because it's it's very populated and there's lots of stores. And that's where because these guys deal drugs, of course. Oh, yeah. So they're over in the corner and they're selling their deals. But they catch an eye of, you know, the hot girls walking down the street. Mm -hmm. So they think, you know, they're going to cut them off when they go to cross the road and, you know, hey. And of course, they almost kill little Heather. Right. She falls because she's deaf and mute. She doesn't know what's going on. Poor mm-hmm. thing. And then they were screaming at him like, what is she running out in the store in the in the middle of the street for? And he's like, she's deaf. Stupid. You know. Right. So, so they all like. <laughs> yeah. So they go on about their business. The thing is, then somehow these dudes. Leave their car under tended. Because then the girls see it, 
And they, oh, let's have you some fun. You want to go ride in a convertible? Yeah, because, you know, that's my dream. So <laughs> did Jake leave the keys in this car? How were they ro- joyriding in his car? Exactly. So we're all like, what the heck? So Jake, um, you're at fault for that. So they're going on their business <laughs> and they jump in their car. And of course, the girls, because there's more girls than there are men or boys. Or oh, whatever, yeah. There's only know. four. Then there's like five or six. Yeah. Of them. So they're, you know, ah, laughing. And Linda Blair, a.k.a. Brenda, is behind the wheel and they're having a good old time. And she's spinning that wheel laughing like I don't know how they could be turning that many times, but <laughs> she was spinning that wheel. <laughs> Where were you going? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you only have this one road. <laughs> <laughs> so then they cut to later that night and the boys find the car full of trash. We don't see the girls putting the trash in the vehicle. No, I was like, did you? Because I thought maybe I missed something. You know, you said it was low audio, but I thought maybe I missed a scene or something. No, no, that's what it was. It was like they took it out for a joyride. They seen that they took it out for a joyride because they were screaming at them. They took their car. It- and then you cut to later, they find their car, and it's completely filled with garbage. And there's, like, garbage cans emptied and the cans on top. And they're all like, we're going to get them. Yeah. Get them. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, because that's what I would do. So then we then we cut to, um, I'm saying this quote, air quotes, high school. That totally was not a high school. You know, we have the principal that goes and tells them. <laughs> Which I was cracking up. Oh, yeah. It's a line of to remember. It, was, it, it really is. Um, do you know it? I know it. Yes. Because I was like, oh, my God, I got to. I'm, I'm looking through my notes right now. Um, iceberg. Something with the iceberg. Go fucking oh, iceberg. Oh, yeah. Go fucking iceberg. Which, oh, the principal of our lives would be saying that, you know, in my high school. So they go and they're cut to high school. And what are they? What are the group of girls doing in high school? What class are they in? Of course, they're in gym, and they're like have these, you know, the typical like little shorts, in a I, and leotards. They're yeah, aerobics clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like we all took aerobics in high school. I don't know about you, but I was trying to do everything I could, take any class I could, to get out of gym. Right. Yeah. And of course, we have a guy that's like sneaks away he's like a football player and he's like kind of really likes linda blair's character brenda mm-hmm. and he's like hi <laughs> and then his pants are undone and she's all like oh your fly's undone yeah and while then, they're doing their aerobics with yeah this, with the, the gym teachers like and stretch and yeah. stretch and i was I'm like, like i never did aerobics no, like that and we wore these ugly shirts and shorts <laughs> that were gym. down to our knees okay no leg warmers <laughs> headbands yeah and, you know, of course, then the cheerleader girl that's, oh. you know, that's her boyfriend busts in the gym and sees him just staring at them. Like, how creepy. How creepy. I mean, I don't think girls I went to school with would think that was great. Like, oh, this weird guy is like looking at us. You know why we stretch. Exactly. Stretch. No, because in real life, that gym teacher was like, get out. Yeah. But no, she was like, come on, Brenda. Stretch Let's, harder. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. If you mess with my man, well, why is oh, your yeah. man messing with me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll go back to that. <laughs> so then, you know, class is almost over, and little Heather comes in, and this seems like this is what happens. Because they make it out like she came in from her, like, special ed special class ed or class. something. <laughs> yeah, apparently this movie depicts people who are deaf to be 
special needs. Like they can't do normal things. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. So she's waiting on them because they decide, oh, it's after class. We have to take showers because, you know, back in the day we were like, I'm avoiding that. I don't want to get in that shower. I want to get home. And luckily, I will say my P.E. class was last hour. So I was like, (laughs) I'll take a shower at home. (laughs) But no, let's talk about the the, the showerness of this place, because it's a big room, just like the school showers are. Um, It looked like a prison. It did look like prison. It was like. One shower head with a, like, a, you know, a big open spot where you would just stand there like there was no dividers. So they leave poor Heather waiting. They said, we'll be back. And the way they look, we'll be back. Like, they, oh, yeah. start, they start talking louder. Yes. It's like, <laughs> you think that, you know, especially Brenda, the sister, would be signing to her. Yeah. You know, she would like, have grown up with her sister. It, and Exactly. Signed. She would not even speak to her. She'd be just signing. So she goes in there, and of course, Francine's talent. Francine is, you know, one of the satins, and, you know, and all the other satins are in there, plus other girls, too. So there's probably like 20 girls in there. And, um, all Francine's like telling her, because Francine's going to get married. Oh, yeah. We find out about Francine. And she's pregnant. And, of course, doesn't look a day over a pregnancy, you know, a month. (laughs) It doesn't look pregnant at all. But, you know, she's telling her, you know, hey, because they got to pick out her dress and they're so excited. And because, you know, I guess that's what every 17 year old girl is doing these days is I, wants to get married and have babies. Well, I, and where are the parents? I've never seen any parents or any except that Vince's parents. parents. And that was it. You know, right. you'd be in at noon or midnight noon. <laughs> uh, so, <Right. laughs> whoops, that was mine. <laughs> so they're in the locker room. And they're having this heart to heart, you know, about everything. And she's like, so basically we're going to you're going to get this wedding. You're going to be happy, you know. So she goes and, of course, here comes the girlfriend. I know it's like so I should know her name. Right. Did they even say Rachel? Oh, was it Rachel? I thought it was Rachel. Okay, so Rachel comes in and she's like, I, I, I. Yeah, I should have saw that. So Rachel comes in and, you know, she's like, I'm going to kick your ass. You don't be messing with my man. You know, typical stuff. Oh, you mean, wait, no, that wasn't Rachel. God, what was her name? Rachel was one of the satins. That's what I thought. But I was like, okay, Rachel. (laughs) But whatever. We'll just call her bitch. Okay, so So. the bitch comes in and, you know, she's wanting to fight. So they're all of a sudden, all these naked girls are in there. And, you know, maybe dudes and girls want to see this. We're not talking about girls and wrapped in towels. Yeah. We're talking about full on. I every, mean, not a stitch on. Bushes out. Yes. And, you know, titties flying. I, <laughs> just never, to be honest, I got to be honest, Kara. Well, I'm, I'm going to inform like, these people what they're going to see if they watch this movie. <laughs> how many of you in high school just sat around with your friends naked and laughed and yeah. jiggled your stuff and, you know. And, jiggled in front of each other and everything and then but linda blair is wearing all her clothes yeah right and there are other girls of the satins that had their clothes on so their contracts must have said no (laughs) nudity or something so they go and they're fighting in there and they're just like come on come on and they're just like going around in a circle like all naked girls, yeah, circling and, around two uh, two I women mean, fighting, and not to be gross, but I so thought we were gonna see the Trump, you know, grab the. Oh jeez, <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know they were like naked and they were like full on pulling hair and wrestling right. each other and i'm like what the hell am i watching so right. th- this is all going on and that poor girl is still sitting in the gym waiting for her sister because if this was you or i and i was handicapped or you or whatever or we had another sister that was handicapped like you're not going to be like i'll be in and out like why are you going to let her sit out there by herself or like an hour right well it was more than an hour so then they flash to the poor sister heather and in walks the scabs well the well it's the one guy <laughs> the one red guy. i mean um no no fargo. that was fargo fargo and it seemed like he was, he was trying, trying to be to, nice at yeah. first yeah. Oh, have you ever been kissed by a real man? She you're said, "Beautiful, my dad." And he was laughing like, "I don't even know what the f you're talking about." Because she was signing to him and like, yeah. And then he tried to do the whole circle with the finger through yeah. it, like, "Oh, you know, you know this what this sign? is." <laughs> and she was just laughing. Now, was she really? I'm sorry, I don't care if she's like. I, they were trying to play off like she was so innocent and, and dumb, so dumb. And I'm that's, sorry. Yeah, like she didn't know anything, and I mean. And they had her dressed with like a long poodle skirt on. That's why I was like the fifties thing was in here, like the car, yeah. the poodle skirt. Because that's why I said, "What? The, what? Why you thought she... it was something like a fifties setting? Yeah. You did. I, when I first said it, I, I go, "Oh, is this?" I saw the trailer and I said to Kara, "Oh, is this movie set in the fifties?" <laughs> no. So. Yeah. So the, you know he's messing around with her and he's trying to kiss her and you know and things move on where he's getting a little bit more handsy and then she realizes I don't like this I want to leave so she gets up and runs to one door and one of the other scabs is there so she's like oh and she runs to the other door and the other one is there so they trap her and they grab the poor girl and drag her into the men's bathroom. And she can't scream because she's, you know, she's right. And, and she's just like. And meanwhile, they're they're fighting. They're and they're still wet like, t-shirt. Yeah. Naked women. And suddenly, fighting. like they're tearing clothes off. And yeah, let's go. And then the principal or whoever comes in and then takes them to the principal's yeah, office. Yeah. So now they're in trouble in the principal's and office. And I'm like, wouldn't you be like, but my sister's out there. Right. Like. Right. And, I, yeah. Yeah. So they go and do all that. And then they get done. So they flash to the other, the poor girl, the sister. And they're raping her. And But, okay, so they made the one Vince guy, okay. the newbie. Yeah, let's take break the first, this down. Let's t- break do the this first, down. you know, be the first one. And he doesn't want to do it. He, you know, he's feeling like, uh, let's just go, you know. So they're like, they make him do it. He does it. So then well, the next. But my thing is, though, how can they force him physically to. I don't know. From my understanding, <laughs> there's a lot of mental stuff. If he's like nervous or oh, whatever, like how would he be able? How to would he be able perform? to perform? Yeah, and right. and the guy pulls his pants down. Yeah, that was the other. I'm like, that's weird. And then so while this is going on, they're all like, you know, it kind of cuts back and forth between what's going on with Brenda in the principal office, and then back to the rape scene. Yeah, and you know, we go back to the rape scene a couple times, and the guys. They're really just dumb because the one guy has a tube of lipstick and he's drawing on her boobs. Yeah. And he's like drawing on her face. I don't know. Maybe it was her lipstick. I I, I, I'm and, sure it and was. And she's just like. Eh. Right. She, like, can't, she can't say anything, but her. Right. Her head. And she's kind of like laying there. Right. And then so the one guy goes, OK, it's your turn. And then they. Jake and Red. Yeah. Start making out. 
I was and that's confused. why I said, so what the hell? And we seen them kiss earlier with the drug deal going on. They with kissed them. some guy on a bike. Yeah. So he's and okay, Red, mind you, doesn't really wear a shirt. And he's like abs and, you know, he's muscly. Mm-hmm. And I thought, so. So maybe there's some little homoerotic yeah. stuff that goes on. Because I don't think you didn't see him do anything unless it was just implied. So I was wondering, like, oh, what's well, going on? Well, that's what I thought. Did they all take a turn? And I know that's horrible, but we're, we're just trying to break this down. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing they all took a turn. I but, guess so. So then they leave her. She's done. But then Jake kicks her in the face. Yeah. And then Jake, at the end of it all, because somebody comes and they get run and they get scared. Yeah. And the other guys run and he kicks her in the face. Hoping to hurt her bad enough to where maybe... Yeah. You know, because obviously Jake doesn't care about people. <laughs> and he's he's not attractive anyway. No, he's, he's not. not a nice person. No. So. so then they cut to, oh, I'm done at the principal's office. I better go get my sister. Now, I'm telling you, Kara, if you were sitting there waiting for me for two, three, four hours, I would expect you to be gone. Like, why would you sit there for that long? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, so I... they come back to the gym. Oh, we forgot about her. And it's all the satins. Mm-hmm. And they're looking around like it's a gym. Like, you know. And the uh, one girl's screaming. Yeah. Heather. And then somebody goes, she can't hear you, stupid. Yeah. She's just like, Heather. And I mean, did they just make these friends recently? Right. And like, that's what I thought. <laughs> did they just say, hey, I have a sister you guys didn't know about? Or something, you know. So, so yeah. then the girl um goes and discovers her. And so, Brenda. Yeah. Starts yelling for her. And they so, found her in the bathroom. And they found her in the bathroom. Take her to the hospital. And, of course, she has, like, gauze all over her head. She's and, got a head injury. And she's just, like, laying in bed. So then she's all And like, she's out for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So she doesn't, like, at, until the very end. Right. We'll get to that. So then she decides, like, what the heck? Who could have done this? Brenda's just, like, Right. So she's shocked. very distraught. She's very distraught. And um, so she's hanging with her friends. Mind you, they go to um, this. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're teenagers. They're supposed to be in high school. Is this an underage club? What is this? Because, <laughs> you know, we all went to them. Um, this looks like a literal just it club. It looked like a dance club. And and I, I was speaking of dance clubs. <laughs> the guy that was behind her in that striped white and black shirt, just <laughs> hopping around, looking like he's doing the pogo. I just my eyes couldn't stop looking at him and the dancing. And it looked like they were being served real drinks. I know. Didn't it? Well, and then one lady goes, "The drinks are on the house. They're my friends." I'm like, "You're serving teenagers if you're serving alcohol." <laughs> right. That's why I thought. How can these 30 year olds be drinking or, you know, in a high school movie? Yeah. So, but then, it did look like they were drinking. Here alcohol. comes the scabs. Oh, God. And they're, you know, why would they even be hanging out at that place? Exactly. Yeah. It was like a dance club with seats. Because in my high school, okay, listen up. This is 1991. A few, no, 87. <laughs> so, this is a few years after this movie, obviously. But we had two groups that were like kind of preppy people and then stoner people and so why would stoner people this is my mind thinking be hanging out at a place like that with preppies yeah with doing the pogo and the you know yeah like jumping around. that's why i said it looked like 50s dance moves 
they're twisting and yeah. shit. <laughs> so they're sitting there and we meet Francine's soon to be husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he's there. They're all sitting around and they're just all like, how could somebody have done this? Yes. What are we gonna do? Yeah, we gotta Brenda, find out. Brenda was crying, distraught. They were all hugging on her. And Francine's like, I gotta use the bathroom. And she goes walking over to the bathroom. In walks the scabs. And then they go and sit down and they start beating up some two dudes because they want that table so bad. Like there wasn't other tables. So she comes walking back from the bathroom and they grab her because, you know, they're they're used to, I guess, getting their way. And they, you know, touch Mm -hmm. the, you know, the the waitress and, all. you know, they're like, whatever. Yeah. So they're like basically like grabbing her and slinging her in the lap of each guy, you know, and she well, she acts like she can't get away. I don't know why she's not really fighting. She's not fighting much. And they have to make a derogatory comment about the size of her boobs and stuff. And then things ensue. And finally, she she grabs a knife. I don't know if she had it on her. or if some, Yeah, that's the thing. She it grabs disappears. A knife, yeah, and she slashes Jake in the face. Which, it made him look better. Because then he actually had a scar. No, he had a scab. Oh, a scab. So then the um, all of the satins jump up like they're going to do something. And then they just start fighting because these two guys try to come to her rescue along with the satins. And um, they beat these guys up, you know, and in and, and, and the beginning, the guys had the upper hand. Remember, they were beating them senseless. Right. And then somehow they started they got overcome. So they end up like just leaving, you know. The scabs. I'm going to get you, bitch. Yeah. That's because the... she cut him. Yeah. Ooh. So they already have it out for her. Yeah. Right. So then they cut to, you know, that Vince guy is like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. And, you know, he feels really bad. And he's like, this can't, you know, we have to tell somebody. And that's not going to happen. So, bing, it's Francine's wedding day or day before. And she went to pick right. up her dress. So she's like, I got to go pick it up. By myself. Oh, her friend went but left. Yeah, the friend's like, I gotta go. And so she's like, We'll meet you over at the underage club. Right. Because you know that's where you go on the night before your wedding. That was a phone. That was mine. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) So she decides, okay, I can go by myself. And the lady packs up the dress and she's carrying it around under her arm in a box and she's on her way. So she's walking. Oh, she meets with the scabs, unfortunately. And they chase her on foot. And, of course, Vince is like, we're only going to scare her, right? We're not going to hurt her. And he goes, would I lie to you? That's what Jake said. Would I lie to you? Would I lie to you? (laughs) So they chase her around. They end up going up and up. And and, and this place looks like, why would you be in that area anyway? It's an industrial. It totally looked like my driver's ed simulator class like really when you're in those driver's ed simulators well okay not for any you younger folk but when we <laughs> you know it was like we were in california and it was like yeah total highway what was the town you called um in last dragon in california tarzana <laughs> is that a real place it is oh it is. i don't Hi, know tarzana fans <laughs> So they go and they pick her up and they throw her over the side. Jake picks her up. Jake does. Over his head. 
he throws her off this bridge overpass. Or no, 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 it's a bridge. It was like a yeah, like a like you're gonna go on to the Yeah. I would say overpass. It right? was just nothing so, there. But and then they're like, Did you see how she bounced? Oh, but there was cars passing. Yeah. So like it, nobody would see it was, them? it was like the time that you seen somebody sh- get shaken over the bridge bridge oh, in we, Memphis. <laughs> yeah, guys. So we're on a train to Mem well, we were on a train to New Orleans and eating on a dining car. For the ones that, I mean, I know there's people out there that's heard this story, but I swear I saw a murder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or at least an attempted murder. <laughs> they were shaking the guy by his ankles over a bridge. Oh. But anyway, so in this instant, in the Savage Streets, they dropped her. Right. And she died. And, and it was on purpose. And, and Vince the, ran away. And Vince ran away and was I like, I hate you. I hate you. And so he comes to the hospital to Heather's room and he's bawling his eyes out, begging forgiveness. And in walks Linda Blair, who shakes him down and finds out what happened. Right. They killed her. And they killed well. Francine. And so she goes home and in an epic scene of the movie, when a, an epic song is playing, which I think it's that Justice for Ron. Yeah. Justice for all. So let, which let's I break totally this down. Metallica in my head. Oh. Then. So she's sitting in her bathtub, and we get to see her all naked. This is her, like, moment. Yeah, this was probably her, like, how she earned that paycheck, because this was the only scene we got to see her any type of naked. And And this would make sense to me, because she's home alone in her own bathroom, so fine. (laughs) Right. And she's, like, staring off. And this is, she's not fighting. She's 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 planning in her head. You can see her head, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to get these axes. Yeah. So then we cut now. Now, this is the only complaint I have about a good revenge flick, right? We don't get any real context. Okay. Now, granted, she's putting on her vengeance clothes. We have high-heeled boots. Because that's what I'm going to choose. I know, right? A skin-tight leather outfit and some, like, studded belt. And we got to tease all... our hair higher than we've oh, ever yeah. teased it before because this well, means you know, the business. Yeah, because you're going to see I look like a bad bitch. And you're going to be scared when you see me. This hair is going to kill you. Right. So, yeah. So she sneaks off to the warehouse where the scabs, I guess, No, live. no, no, no. Let's back up. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. We go to the sporting goods oh, store. Oh, yes. And we have to get our vengeance equipment. Because... That's where you go. Right. So now we don't see this, but we know this from our. She gets a crossbow because it was she looked at it in the window in the beginning of the in movie. In the beginning, the foreshadowing in the right. show. And some bear traps because I want to kill some motherfuckers with a bear trap. <laughs> You've just made our rating go down as opposed to our clean episode. Whoops. <laughs> I want to kill some guys with a, a bear trap. <laughs> but no, listen. So. My only complaint is we didn't have a montage, okay? How does she know how to use a crossbow? Well, the, exactly. It wasn't like she was, like, champion of the high school archery. archery. Yeah, well, and exactly, because that's what I thought. Like, if I went somewhere, I'd be like, um, how do I do this? This is my skill. And, like, yeah. how, does she know how to load that thing? Right. Does she know how to But I guess that? when you're just a badass, you just know how to do that I stuff. Guess so. I guess so. So she packs that all in her amazing suv for a teenager yeah 
and she drives over to the warehouse of the scabs. And I'm guessing that's where the scabs do they live there? No, they because they are in high there? school. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, know. or co- not even college. You can't say college, but they're they're not in high school. I was thinking these guys were old men. I, I don't know because that one sure looked old. That yeah. Jake. Yeah. So they go. But I will say now, this is the pretext, right? Okay. So what she does is awesome. I give her, I give props to this. Very small scene to do this in. I mean, it's right. it's wrapped up really quickly, but this is very good as okay. far as what she does. So she eggs them on because Jake leaves them because he's got to go after Vince because Vince oh. is told off. Because Vince is told on them. So yeah. he drops Red and Fargo off. Yes. And he's like, and they're like, can we go? Nope. And he's like, staying here. Bye. I'll see you in a little bit. And then Vince is at home and he's like, oh my God, mom, dad, help me. He's planning and, to leave. And he getting his suitcase ready. Well, as he goes outside and tells mom goodbye, here comes that convertible and it runs him over and kills him. Yep. yep. Jake runs him over and kills him. So then Jake's like, all right, yes. yeah, you're dead. Now gotta go get some beer. Now I got to go get another scar. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and they cut to the two Fargo and Red mm-hmm. at the warehouse. So they're standing outside and they hear laughing and <laughs> like women, you yep. know, like a woman giggling and stuff. And, and she comes out. She's like, hey, boys. And, and she's, she's like, I'm doing her top. Yeah. Like, let's come get it, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to get I'm that. I'm going to get you, girl. I'm, I'm going to put it here. as You know, their stupid lingo talk, yeah. whatever. So she disappears inside. So they take on after her. So they're in there and they're following. And she's smart. I will say as a good scene set up, you know, she's recorded her voice and she's putting she recorders. put tape recorders around the place and to confuse them. Yes. And so she was like, hey, over here. <laughs> so was, I, I want to know what was she thinking of all of this while she was in the bathtub? I'm going to make recorded. <laughs> I'm going to take my all these tape recorders and bear traps. And, and then and I'm going to vo- yeah. go, <laughs> boys, over here, over here. Yeah. <laughs> so she puts them all over. She had and they get put, separated and they get separated. And it looks like they're in like a factory of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe just a warehouse of clothes or right. junk. It looked like a party city for, you know, yeah, or right. something. It was like a storage place. And so she does put bear traps out and all that. So the first one to go is actually, which I was surprised, would have been Red. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been Fargo because he seemed like a little wimpier. I don't know. But anyway, so Red's like after her and he's like, I'm. I'm going to get you and I'm going to give it to you. And you're like, oh, God. Well, we, I think he's compensating for something. I think so, too, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Maybe he likes men. And that's fine. But the way he was acting, you know, and he, he was in denial. So, yeah. So then she whips out a crossbow and she, you know, totally um, starts, you know, she whipping it out. At yeah. Him. She like shoots it and shoots him right in the throat. It was great. It was great. It um, definitely was. But I will say, okay, so the goof of the, some goofs of the movies where they say, In you this know, scene? In this scene. So it, online, um, when you search this movie and, you know, of course, it wasn't the greatest quality, this movie. So to point this out, or maybe if I watched it multiple times, but once was enough. Uh, 
It says Red is wearing a black leather jacket when he and Fargo confront Brenda in the warehouse. After Brenda kills Fargo and uh, Red finds his body, he's still wearing the jacket as he falls upon the bear trap. What? <laughs> so then it says... Um, well, because we didn't that, even get to the bear trap yet. Yeah. Well, You're ahead of yourself. I know. Well, so after she kills what's-his-name with the crossbow, then she stands there, you know, after because he, I never, what's his name? Far, Fargo, which is, I think, is a dumb name. All right. But so he comes upon his body that has been killed by the, the arrow to the throat. And then he's like, bah! and then and then um, Brenda's standing at the end of the hallway. And then does he come toward her and then he falls on the bear trap or she comes toward him and he backs away? He is trying to run from her because he sees yes. her with the, the crossbow. The yes. crossbow. So he falls back and he lands in all these bear traps. Yeah. We do see the aftermath of what actually happened to his face and stuff. Well, and they head. show. Okay, so afterwards, it says when Jake's, um, when she kills them, you know, he finds the body. He's still wearing the jacket as he falls upon the bear traps that cause the injuries to his death. So then Jake comes back. Yeah, Jake comes back and he's got beer because they're going to party. You know, I, I want to party on one pack, of, 12 pack of beer for three men. But yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, because they're underage. I didn't even see the name of the brand of the beer, so I don't know what that was. Right. I should have. So he's in there and he's looking for him. And but they say in the goof, when Jake sees the two strung up bodies in the warehouse, Red's jacket is gone, and he has a bear trap clamped to his right forearm. Had Brenda removed Red's jacket afterwards, she would have to remove the bear trap too. Well, this is the thing. We all know this is a freaking movie. Who the heck cares? I don't, I mean, this movie wasn't like rocket science. No, it wasn't. It was for entertainment. Um, but yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, he found them in the total Friday the 13th style. Like, he finds them and, you know, um, Fargo's got a bear trap on his head <laughs> and on his arm. So, like, he fell back in there. And then, of course, there's the crossbow in the throat. So, he's still trying to play badass. Yeah, like I could take this chip. Yeah, I'm you know, I'm Jake. They're they're not Jake, you know. Right. Like Jake is so much Jake is not Jake from State Farm. Okay. <laughs> so then um she appears, but she, you know, before she appears, she's talking and la you know, taunting him. So he's like, You come on out, you know, fight me like a you know, in person. Well, she comes out, she's got a crossbow, and I love it because this is what I would do. She shot him in both legs and the knees or in the thighs. Yeah. One in each thigh. Which I have something to say about that. You do? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to love it, too. Um, I'll keep looking. So she shoots him into both thighs. And then um, he falls to the ground crying. And then she's going to, I think this is before, but anyway, she like is going to shoot him again. And I think she's taunting him even more to scare him because she's got plans for him. So he's sitting up and she shoots one, one of the arrows at him again, but misses and hits like the door frame that he's at because he was right. screaming as, as she was shooting at him. And she says, oh, I missed. Hmm. 
I won't miss again. Right. She's like yeah. taunting him. And so then finally she wants him to follow her. So he pulls the arrows out of his legs. Which, that's what I'm thinking, dude. Is that really even like- No, because he would have done so much more damage by pulling that arrow out, as we know, it's anatomy of what happens. Um, but no, he's in pain, so he's playing it off really well. So he's hobbling, chasing her. And she has her car parked in the alleyway, and she has to go through a gate. And she, I thought she had a key and a lock, but she didn't. She just kind of, like, wrapped wire around the lock. So he has to get to the door and unwind that wire. And she's there getting more arrows out of her car. She's waving at me now. Do you have something? Oh, yes. Because... It says around one hour and 16 minutes of the film. Yeah, I believe it was that long, plus more. Um, it says, just before the first arrow strikes Jake in his leg, you could see the strings on the oh, man. <laughs> on the left side of the screen that guide the arrows into his legs. The strings very visibly collapse with him as he goes down from the first arrow shot, then rise back up with him as he stands up. <laughs> oh, my God. So... That's funny. So then he, you know, he he's undoing this wire and she's got plans, you know. And then all of a sudden she, I'm, I'm trying to remember how this works. She gets in the car, starts right. it up. He's at the gate. She starts to pull away. She has created some type of booby trap where like the lasso is around his legs, like old school. And like brings him up yeah. like Wiley Coyote. Yes. And, yeah, so he's runner. hung up. By his feet. She stops the car. She's taunting him more. Talking smack. And she plans on just cutting him to ribbons while he's sitting there. But he takes the gate, the door, and he bashes her in the head with it. And then he gets himself free. And then she's kind of like, she freaks. Trying to get out of here. But um, I don't think she was hit that hard. Come on. Right. So then she's freaking out because now she's lost the upper hand, she thinks. And she runs into the warehouse again. And now it's like a paint store or paint warehouse. Yeah. Because it's going to be good now, guys. I know. This is the scene that you should probably only watch of this show. Uh, Yep. So then we're in the paint warehouse. They go in there. He's looking for her. Oh, there's some tension. She's reading um, Final Girl. I mean, she's like a final girl, basically. Like, you know, she um, sees one of the cans say flammable. So then she's opening the can. And they foreshadowing earlier in the movie, she has a lighter that won't light. Oh, oh, there's always that. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it has these, you know, almost the formula of the stalker, like, you know, films, the slasher films, you know. So he grabs her. She sloshes the paint can. Well, first she sloshes the paint on him. Yeah. And of he course, comes, yeah. yeah. Then he grabs her. And then, of course, we take the lighter. She sets him on fire, and he's on blaze. He He's on fire. And so he's burning, 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 and he goes through the window of this warehouse and lands on the Which street. In the first shot, when the stuntman is shown fully engulfed in flames, a person is visibly standing behind him using a plainly visible flaming stick to ignite 
statement stunt man. <laughs> I have got to go back and see this. <laughs> That's what it says. Oh my gosh. Also, they do have a boom mic visible through the whole scene. Yeah. When the girls are working out in the gym, the mic and boom supporting oh. it just hover over Brenda's head. <laughs> see, I didn't see that. I, and, you know, she's just like screaming her head off. And then, you know, of course, a policeman is there and he falls to the ground and Jake does and he's dead. a crispy critter yep. and then they cut to um it's eight. like months later yeah it looks like it's supposed to be later it looks like fall mm-hmm. maybe it's very carry like and, and they're uh, at uh, a grave what's her name's grave francine's grave mm-hmm. and uh heather's back so heather lived mm-hmm. and uh holding linda and all the satins are around her right and what's the famous line that they say kara well, I thought they said, because like, you're putting me on the spot, <laughs> I don't remember, but like, I don't know, like oh, you showed them. Or, or, yeah, you sh- or we showed them yeah. or something like and then, that. Yeah. And they go, and Stella says, because Stella was like the only black girl mm-hmm. with sense. That's what I feel like. She, the, the other satins were the best ones because they weren't involved in all this bullcrap. Right, right. Says, no, you showed them. Yeah. So. My question is, and that is, might not be right, but you get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's how it ends. And, and then, we have our, mu- so our wonderful music. So I watched and, and, you know, they're like, justice for one, justice for all, you know, and they're singing. And uh, you see Heather pulling her up, pulling Brenda up, and they're slowly taking their time, walking out of the cemetery. The end. And the end, which I just got to say, I mean... There's a lot of craziness in this movie. So why? Yeah, like okay. So Brenda, you killed these people. Um, did, but I happened? did it because they they did this and that. It's like um, I mean, was this the '80s and they could get away with it? I mean, no, I don't think I don't. Uh, that is, we did get to see. I mean, obviously there had to be. I mean, it wasn't just she's a poor innocent girl. Well, that's me. I always want to know what happened. You know, I always want to know what happened. Right. I mean, my favorite. Well, you know that what the tagline is: "Their only law is an eye for an eye." Which that's so. What the heck? I, what where? What eye? <laughs> oh my gosh, Savage Street. Oh. Um, so our our WTF scenes like what in the hell is this? I there mean, there were so many. so many of them. Quality kills. I mean, yeah, we had the dudes that got shot in the throat and yeah. all that. But honestly, the poor Vince guy got ran over by a car. He was just the victim of, I want to be a part of a clique. Because I'm like, have low self-esteem. Yeah, he picked <laughs> the wrong clique. That's um, what it was. He should have joined the Satins. They, they would have loved him. They would have loved him, yeah. Um, I mean, would you recommend this for people? I mean, it's hard to say because I feel like I did lose a little bit of my life. Oh my gosh, this. really? <laughs> I mean, it was it was fine, but it was like, oh, I was just so disappointed. I mean, because well, I'm missing my montage, and I want to know how she knew how to use that crossbow and all yeah. that stuff. And I want to know, like, why are these thirty year olds? I mean, maybe even forty year olds. This is definitely in high school. This is definitely uh, you know the epitome of what a cult classic is because right. this did not get good reviews upon you know release. I mean, there was an article in the New York Times dated October 5th of 1984, and they called this film a hybrid of Porky's and the Road Warrior. Wow, the Road Warrior. Um, mm, no, I don't think so. 
And um, it goes on to say that the film doesn't ha have rudimentary continuity between the scenes, which I can see what that meant. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were also trying to cut it up because I mean, obviously they, they didn't want to x rating I mean, uh, yeah, because they I, did like the one get scene one. in the beginning when they showed the scars coming out and they were like kind of showing people like this is a badass crew. You don't want to mess with them. You know, they saw a guy and his girlfriend and the guy owed them money, I'm guessing, for drugs. So they were playing, like taunting him. And he just so happened to have like a super hot girlfriend. Oh, my God. Remember that this, scene? This scene. And, you know, we purposely really didn't talk about it just because it was involving more nudity and just more craziness. But they set this scene up and they're shaking down this guy. And then they said to the guy, well, we're going to you know fuck around with your girl too right in front of you and i'm and i hate to say this but it was like i don't even think they touched her top because you know you, you had to be wearing a tube top yeah it was a tube top and you know those are the most horrible fashion things anyway and they just i mean they didn't even like push it down i mean it supposedly just busted off like I don't know. that's why i said a man did this because oh yeah the so then they're, scenes, and they're the... just like touching on her and you know kind of showing him like we could do we have the power you know but it was like these scenes were just insane i i don't I... it was like for shock value yeah yeah it was for shock value I mean, to show like how crude these people were yeah like you know but um but yeah i mean the only thing i gotta tell you the best thing about this movie was this drink oh shoot <laughs> I don't even think that there was any ticks. You said one tick. I don't think there was any. No, I mean, it went down smooth. It was great. She's been done with it since we I mean, first just, said the first, like, three sentences. I've just been licking the, the sugar off. <laughs> mine, did, mine went down too. But, um, but, yeah, that's what I, you know, because of the graphic rape scene, it did receive an X rating initially. And, and it was worse than what it was. It had been cut down. And honestly... That's what I mean, because it, they just showed her and yeah, they did show her. They, her, they could imply. Yeah. Shut like the they door. Did, yeah. I was like. They obviously, thank God, they didn't show any of the guys like physically. Well, it's I will say this, that I don't know if anybody has seen movies like I Spit on Your Grave. Right. The the original one I have not seen. Whatever. Um, I do own the original one um, because I'm a club. I'm a completist. <laughs> I thought she was like, because I'm a club part no, of a club. Or no, <laughs> but yeah, that one is is extremely, extremely. I mean, they could have showed her from the neck up. They didn't have to show right. like right. And, you know, you're just doing it for shock value. Yeah, that's all. And it was just so. I mean, was, uh, yeah, there were just like the shower scene went on way too long. The girl with the tube top. You know, Linda Blair sitting there contemplating about killing them or whatever. That the went bathtub. on way long. She could have had her arms crossed. I'm not saying that they had him, but it was like, we got it. We understand what the deal is. Like, you didn't really have to show all this. Right. I mean. It's because these guys did, that made this movie, that they're, it's an exploitation I mean, movie. I it's, will say there wasn't any, like, boob jobs in there. No, it was all natural. <laughs> yes, it was all natural. But. But, it um, was just kind of like, oh, crap, my kid's going to come around the corner in a yeah, second. Oh, and I'm trying to watch this movie. <laughs> and he's going to be like, what the heck are you watching? <laughs> so it was almost like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You can edit that. No. 
um, but um, yeah, I mean, the, I, I, we did talk about like some trivia and stuff. The only trivia I had to say about Linda Blair during this was that her relationship with Rick James oh, came to an end. When you told me about Rick James and her. Yeah, I know. That yeah. was some crazy stuff. Because I, I mean, he just was not an attractive. I, I think it's just his drug use and his. And Well, she was young. Well, and younger, she, right? she liked to get high, too. I mean, that's what was said about her. Yeah. Because, you know, I. I don't well, she know. was possessed by the devil. <laughs> they had to get do something. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know, Tony, would you recommend this film to anybody? I would say if you're looking for something crazy and just out there go right ahead but i could name a hundred i mean there's better ones a hundred different movies that would probably be better but you know it was so if you had a group of people together and they're like hey we're gonna have a party and we're gonna throw on savage streets and i'd say let's don't waste our time <laughs> so we, there you go yeah. she would not and recommend you know it. i'm not one to watch movies multiple times so if i like a movie and i watch it two times you know it's good Oh, geez. so she will not watch this, it a second time. This would not be a second time one. for me. I don't know. I don't know. I had a we had a good time. Me and my husband had a good time riffing on this movie. It's more for that. Like, yeah, yeah. This isn't something like, oh, I got to watch. This is no Fear Street. But <laughs> Fear Street. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Let's end that because we both feel the same way. It was like kind of meh. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't thrill me. And I was just like, I can't believe you're making me watch. There was fun. This. There was fun. No, there. There's going to be some movies you're going to say that numerous times. Yeah, I can't and, wait to the foreign yeah, ones. So here comes the best part of the show that you've been waiting on. That I've been waiting on is we need to make. We need to pick, make, whatever. <laughs> but how did how did this drink go down? I know you oh, liked it. It was already. It went down so fast. I don't remember. <laughs> so would you have a second one? I would have. Two and three. Oh, would you like me to make you a second yeah, one? Yeah, let's have another. Okay, I'm going to make her a second one in a little let's bit. Let's go down to the kitchen <laughs> and make us a second one. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, now she's been dying to pick the next movie, shake it up really good, pick it out. Either she's going to be excited or she's going to be afraid. If I'm afraid, we better watch it. There's a lot of afraid ones in there. Oh, no. That's when I said, let's do Jaws. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Ladies Snowblood. <gasps> yes. So Ladies Snowblood from 1973. Oh, what's that? Don't one about? you pick another one. Put that back. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So Ladies Snowblood. And what's the cocktail? It says a sake lemon drop. And you know, I love my lemon drops. All right. So it's a, it's a lemon drop made is with sake. Is this going to be like a, a shot? We could do shots? No, this is a drink. Oh, why don't we just make them shots? <laughs> we'll think about that. <laughs> that might be dangerous. So, so Tony has no clue what, what Lady Snowblood is. Nope. So I look, I look forward to her. You know what? I, I think she may like it. I, I think what, she's going to oh, like oh. it. It's another, what... it's another it's another revenge movie. But it's not as bad as Savage No, Sheets? oh gosh, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. It's very classy. Oh. In my opinion, it's classy. So we'll drink our lemon drops and mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, so there we go. We have finished episode 3. And, and uh, so listeners, it's up to you. We need you. Uh help our show grow. Um 
you know, you can follow us on so, so, all of our social media platforms and tell everybody just that we're here. This is uh, so fun to do. And, you know, of course, Kara being my sister, which hopefully you guys knew that, uh, you know, this is something fun that we like to do and get together and talk about. So definitely please, please, please like and subscribe. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, where you else? name it. Yeah, definitely. We definitely have more, more and more shows coming for you. So and let us know. I mean, if you want us to do Jurassic Park, by all means. Oh, heck yeah. We'll do it. I mean, if you know of anybody who may want to hear us just yammer on about. And we can't wait to have a full on oh. guests. Oh, yes. But definitely. We just need to grow a little bit, I think, before that. And, you know, we're still young, so. I love to be young. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, we're still working on our YouTube uh, channel. We're going to work on that. Yes. And I'm going to watch The Fear Street. And next time, definitely give you a little heads up about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I It should be out and ready to go. You know, I got I don't have much time to watch movies, so I got to make very specific plans at certain times and watch only certain movies so i guess i'll be watching lady (laughs) snowblood and um, you're gonna like it i'm so excited i'm I'm gonna have to get the rundown who's in this what's going on i'll talk to you after the show all right so announcer guy is gonna close out our show and he is going to tell you all about how to contact us if you don't know already um please send us a line at our email or on our social media let us know what you think we would be glad to hear from you yes we will thank you so much all right see you later guys for episode number four bye bye you have been listening to the absurd cinema loud your host, Kara and Tony. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe. You can like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Absurd Cinema Lounge or on Twitter at Absurd Cinema. You can also contact the show via email at absurdcinemalounge at gmail.com. I'm announcer guy reminding all of you that the only justice on the savage street is an eye for an eye.